right. Welcome back to another podcast episode, Podcasts of Farming Assets. If you've joined us for the first time, fantastic. Welcome. We're excited to have you. If you like the content, give us a thumbs up. Feel free to subscribe and feel free to share us as well. Don't keep a secret and give this podcast a link to other friends, family, and colleagues. Again, this is all for you guys and feel free not to keep us a secret. Share this episode with everybody you possibly can. All right. Well, welcome back to another episode of Farming Assets. And uh, if you're a subscriber and I uh, appreciate you being a, a consistent listener, if you're not, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Uh, today's um, episode is going to be about taxes and IRS. And so, as you know, with what we're trying to do in our, on Farming Assets is try to help explain articles and, and real uh, cur- you know current events that affect you and I as business owners, as taxpayers, and kind of looking at articles and just kind of reading between the lines a little bit and, and getting a good feel of what's this mean for you and I? What's this mean for you and I as a business owner? What's this mean for you and I as a taxpayer? And so I'm going to, with regards to the IRS, most people don't know this, but the government's fiscal year is October 1st to September 30th, okay? So that's the fiscal year. So that's why in September, when you start hearing a lot of news, which is what we're hearing right now, but you start hearing a lot of news about government shutdown, if they don't approve the budget, all that fun stuff, that's why, is because October 1st starts that uh, that essentially that new fiscal year, uh, their new business year. And so they got to look at all the tax revenue that they've collected, but also not just tax revenue collected, but what they estimate to collect. And so the IRS comes out with what they call a data book. It's called the Internal Revenue Service Data Book. And so the most recent is 2022 obviously, because that was the last fiscal year. And so we're now finishing up the 2023 fiscal year. And so what will end up happening is in a few months, the data book for 2023 will come out, okay? Which I I stumbled upon this just because my nerdiness of wanting to understand audits, understanding taxes, understanding what the IRS is collecting, how many tax returns, how many corporate returns. And so let's take a look at the most recent data they have up to 2020. So when they come out with the data book of 2023, the most recent data will be of 2021. So it's about two years behind. And if you looked at this data book, you'd understand why. It's like a thousand pages. It's huge. And so it's charts, basically, it's all the data of the IRS and what they collect and audits and tax returns and tax revenue owed and revenue received and everything. Okay. It's kind of like their shareholder prospectus or the shareholder meetings and re- reporting to the public, but it's about two years behind. So, which makes sense. Okay. So when we look at table 17, and table 17 is examination. So by the way, when we talk about audits, the IRS calls audits examinations, okay? And you may have heard, if you're a listener to my channel, you may have heard this before, okay? And the reason why this is important is because we consumers, public, create language that technically a lot of times is not accurate. Okay, the IRS does an examination of a tax. Why is it called an examination and not an audit? Because an audit occurs from an examination. The first thing that needs to occur is the examination 
of the financial statement we submit to the IRS, which is called a tax return. It's a 1040. That's a personal tax return that we submit to the IRS. I know this is thrilling and exciting. I know that. But when we file our 1040, it's a summarization of all incomes. So if I have real estate, if I have businesses, if I have investments in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, or whatever, and partnerships and all these other kinds of things, all these incomes from all these assets summarize on my personal tax return at 1040. Now, the only other tax entity that pays taxes besides a 1040, you and I pay taxes on our 1040, is a what's called 1120. And that's a C-Corp, which pays a corporate tax. All other entities are pass-throughs, meaning that if it's an entity like a partnership, the profit and loss at the end of the year passes through to the 1040 or the partners or shareholders of that particular pass-through entity. Okay. Now, table 17, back to this data book, is examination coverage and recommended additional tax after examination by type and size of return, tax years 2012 to 2020. Now, I'm only going to look at 2020, okay? But this goes all the way back, table 17 goes all the way back to tax years 2012, okay? And so that's pretty significant. But when we look at the 2020, okay, this is COVID, right? This is shut down. This is the end of 2020, all this kind of stuff. Individual income tax returns, the total amount of individual income tax returns was 100 $64,511,458. Okay. That is the total number. All right. So those are all returns filed for the 2020 year. Okay. Now, returns examined 299,557. Currently in process, this is 2020, currently in process, 88,435. Percentage coverage, 0.2%. Okay. The number of returns examined with no change, 54,227. Recommended uh, additional tax, uh, 1,368,000. Okay. Now, those are in thousands. So it's 1.3 billion. Okay, so this is important to understand as we kind of go through this process when it, when we're looking at money amounts are in thousands. Okay, so this is $1.3 billion is what they're looking to recommend an additional tax through those examinations of 88,000. Okay, now they've, let's see here. Do, do, do. Now, corporations, individual tax returns, it has S corporations, it has partnerships, and it has C-Corps, okay, which is traditional corporations. This is where I get my information to help businesses understand how many are out there. So for example, there's 164 million taxpayers, 164,511,483 to be exact. That's how many taxpayers tax returns were submitted, okay? Now, We'll get to, to examinations in a second. And the reason why I'm going through this is because I want to read a recent article that was based on CNBC.com, but I wanted to go through this first, okay? So now uh, corporations, there was 1,499,042. Those that were closed in a return examined, 
724, those are still in process, 6,815 or 0.5%. The number of returns examined with no change is 352, and the recommended additional tax is $234,851,000, okay? That's, and, and it breaks down based on the balance sheets and the, and the revenue of those, okay? So this is important to understand. Now, partnerships and uh, partnership returns, there was 4 million, Six hundred forty-five thousand nine hundred three, and S corp returns was four million eight hundred ninety-two thousand seven hundred twenty-two. Okay, that's how many pass-through tax returns. So, kind of give you an idea of what that looks like. Now, the reason why I'm going through all this is I want to revert back to the individual tax returns, and let's talk about audits. And this is 2020. And it breaks down the total audit size of total positive income, okay? So it breaks down the $1 to $25,000 a year income, okay? The $1 to $25,000 of income, the total tax returns filed for that income range was 49,787,775, okay? There are in-process exams of 17,538, which is 0.4%, okay? Out of those, they are recommending additional tax on 884 million. That really seems like a lot, but that's what they're saying here. 25, so income range 25,000 to 50,000. There was 39 million tax returns. I'm just going to round now if you're okay with that. Uh, I don't want to throw a bunch of crazy numbers. So 39 million tax returns, 0.2% are being in process audited right now for an additional $284 million in taxes. That's a total of returns of 10,000, almost 11,000 returns. From incomes twenty five thousand to fifty thousand. Now incomes fifty thousand to seventy five thousand. Notice these are twenty five thousand increments. Incomes from fifty thousand to seventy five thousand is twenty three million returns. 01 percent or thousand twenty five hundred basically that are currently in examination for a total of sixty three million in additional tax. Okay. Now the next income range is seventy-five thousand to hundred thousand. There's fourteen million tax returns in that. 0.1 percent, or nine hundred and seventy-five that are still under examination for a total of thirty-three million in taxes. And then the hundred thousand to two hundred thousand is twenty-three million tax returns. 0.1 percent. 1875 still in examination for an additional 52 million in additional recommended tax. Okay. This is kind of crazy. This is kind of crazy. So the reason why I bring all this up is that the current secretary, Treasury Secretary, Secretary of Treasury, <laughs> Janet Yellen. And the current administration keep talking about anybody who earns $400,000 or less in income will not be audited based on the new $80 billion and the additional IRS agents that they're trying to hire to audit. 
They said they're going to go over oh, anybody over 400,000. They're really looking for millionaires. Well, let's see. CNBC, millionaires collect millions of dollars in ta back taxes. Okay, so here's an article. Now, this article is September 8th of this year, so very, very recent. Okay, um, the IRS announced on Friday it is launching an effort to aggressively pursue 1,600 millionaires and 75 large business partnerships that owe hundreds of millions of dollars in, in past due taxes. The IRS Commissioner Daniel Werfel said that with a boost in federal funding and the help of artificial intelligence tools, the agency has new means of targeting wealthy people who have, quote unquote, cut corners on their taxes. Quote, if you pay your taxes on time, it should be particularly frustrating when you see that wealthy filers are not, Werfel told reporters in a call previewing, previewing the announcement. He said 1,600 millionaires who owe at least 250000 each in back, back taxes and 75 large business partnerships that have assets of roughly $10 billion on average are targeted for the new, quote, compliance efforts. And this is what uh, the current uh, commissioner and Secretary Yellen have been talking about, of what they want to go after. So. Werfel said a massive hiring effort and AI research tools developed by IRS employees and contractors are playing a big role in identifying wealthy tax dodgers. The agency is making an effort to showcase positive re results from its burst of new funding under President Joe Biden's Democratic administration as Republicans in Congress look to claw back some of that money. New tools are helping us see patterns and trends that we could not see before. As a result, we have higher confidence on where to look and find where large partnerships are yielding incomes. A team of academic economists and IRS researchers in 2021 found that the top 1% of U.S. income earners failed to report more than 20% of their earnings to the IRS. The newly announced tax collection effort will begin as soon as October. We have more hiring to do, Werfel said. It's going to be very busy fall for us. The federal tax collector gained the enhanced ability to identify tax delinquents with resources provided by the Inflation Reduction Act, which Biden signed into law in August of 2022. The agency was in line for an $80 billion infusion under the law, but that money is vulnerable to potential cutbacks by Congress. Now, that $80 billion infused under law is over a 10-year period, okay? So it's not going to be $80 billion right now. The House Republicans built a $1.4 billion reduction to the IRS into the debt ceiling and budget cuts package passed by Congress this summer. The White House said the debt deal also has a separate agreement to take $20 billion from the IRS over the next two years and divert that money to other non-defense programs. With the threat of government shutdown looming in a dispute over spending levels, there is the potential for additional cuts to the agency. All right. So there's the most recent article. They're going after 1,600 millionaires and partnerships and that owe at least 250000 each in back taxes and these large partnerships that have $10 billion on average of, of assets. Okay. So it kind of gives you an idea of what, what they're looking at. And, and how they're uh, looking to attack this. Now, why I go through this is the 2020 data book, 2022 data book showing audits in 2020 
I showed you quite a bit of audits that are currently still under examination of those that are 200,000 of positive income and less. When we add that up, so 44, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50,000 current returns are still out. So quite a bit of returns still out. And that's under 200,000 of positive income. And as you get higher, you actually, the percentages do go up, but that's because there's less 10 million or more of income on tax returns. So there's 30,000 of those. There's currently 664 in in process. So 2.4%, which they're looking for about 6.2 billion in additional dollars. So kind of gives you an idea what that looks like. So I know not a very exciting episode, but a, a very important episode for us to be able to understand what the IRS is trying to do, what their what their focuses are, and for you and I as taxpayers, what's that mean? Okay. Because we start hearing a lot of stuff. And, and really what it means as a taxpayer is that supposedly this is not going to affect you and I, but we got to assume that at some point it's going to with new AI tools or testing it in something more complicated. And it'll be very easy. And as you look at the data book, and I'm curious to see the next data book when it comes out, if those audit numbers change. And I will be tracking this because this is important because this is where where we understand how the IRS communicates to us, how Congress communicates to us, the the administrations communicate to us when they pass laws of when they tell us they're going to or not do something. So I'd love to see these numbers go down. I want to be wrong. I don't trust this administration. I don't trust I don't trust a lot of the administrations any longer um, just because of this actions speak louder than words. And we've seen actions speak different than a lot of the words that have been out there. So so anyways, thanks for spending some time with us. And again, I know it's not a very exciting uh, episode, but it's a very important episode for us as we move forward and looking at what does all this mean for us. Thank you so much. My name is Robert Wolf. I'm an asset coach and tax strategist, and you're listening to Farming Asset. All right. Welcome back to another podcast episode, Podcast of Farming Assets. If you've joined us for the first time, fantastic. Welcome. We're excited to have you. If you like the content, give us a thumbs up. Feel free to subscribe and feel free to share us as well. Don't keep a secret and give this podcast a link to other friends, family, and colleagues. Again, this is all for you guys and feel free not to keep us a secret. Share this episode with everybody you possibly can. 